بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا أرسلنا نوحا إلى قومه أن أنذر قومك من قبل أن يأتيهم عذاب أليم قال يا قوم إني لكم نذير مبين أن اعبدوا الله واتقوه وأطيعون يغفر لكم من ذنوبكم ويؤخركم إلى أجل مسمى إن أجل الله إذا جاء لا يؤخر لو كنتم تعلمون فصورة نوح this surah, like Surah Yusuf, is exclusively about one of the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the beginning of the surah to the end of the surah. It's just about the story of Nuh alayhi salam with his people. And Nuh alayhi salam, he was the second father of mankind. For the majority of the scholars agree that the lineage of all of mankind, it returns to the three sons of Nuh, Sam, Waham, wa Yafith. All of the lineage of mankind returns to them. And this is as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Safat, وَجَعَلْنَا ذُرِّيَّتَهُ هُمُ الْبَاقِينَ And we made his descendants, those remaining, and those remaining on the earth after the great flood. Nuh as well was the first messenger sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as is confirmed in the hadith of the Shafa'ah, when the people will come to the messengers and the prophets and they will ask them, They'll ask them for the shafa'ah before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to proceed with the hisab because of the standing of that day is so very difficult and so very hard. For they will go to Adam alayhi salam and the first thing he will say is Itu Nuhan awwala rasulin arsalahu Allah. Adam alayhi salam will say go to Nuh. Go to Nuh, he is the first messenger sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to his people. For the sin of shirk, al-shirku billah. It first occurred in the people of Nuh, for after the righteous amongst them, as we'll come to see their names, after the righteous, the Salihun, amongst them they died. The shaitan, he inspired them and he played tricks on them. And he said, yani, build for them tamathil, build for them yani, resemblances of them, idols essentially, and put them in your majalis, the places where you sit and where you gather, so that when you look at them, you will be inspired to do good deeds like these righteous men used to do. And this generation, they did not worship these idols. The shaitan, he has time. He targeted the generation after them. For when this generation died and the knowledge was lost, then he inspired to the next generation. He said, your fathers, they raised these idols so that they could be worshipped, so that you can draw closer to Allah through these idols. And as a result, that is when they fell into shirk. And this is all in Sahih al-Bukhari, the story of how a shirk started in the time of Nuh alayhi salam is narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari. 
Nuh was the first messenger to have a sharia as well that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he revealed to him a sharia a sharia to follow and the first messenger to warn his people from committing shirk and the first messenger to have his people destroyed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as for Adam before him Adam alayhi salam he had a different sharia he had a different sharia to Nuh alayhi salam and a shirk did not occur in the time of Adam alayhi salam and as we'll come to look at the hadith that the generations between Adam alayhi salam and Nuh alayhi salam everyone was upon Tawheed everyone was upon Tawheed then after these generations this is when the ikhtilaf yani this is when a shirk started to happen and this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he sent Nuh alayhi salam Inna arsalna Nuhan ila qawmihi an anzir qawmaka min qabli an yatiyahum adabun alim فَإِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He confirms, إِنَّا indeed, we sent Nuh to His people, we sent Nuh to His قَوْم out of mercy for them. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sends the messengers out of mercy for mankind. For the messenger comes and he tells them the way to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the way to avoid the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For this is what an inzar is, this is what a warning is. Beware of the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as the Shaykh al-Barraqi said, a qawm is the singular noun, meaning a group of people. And if it is mutlaq, yani it is by itself, it is referring to the males and the females of these people. But if the females are specifically mentioned, then it is referring to the males specifically. And this is seen in Surah Al-Hujurat when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, la yaskhar qawmun min qawmin. عَسَىٰ أَن يَكُونُوا خَيْرًا مِّنْهُمْ O you who believe, do not let one قوم make fun of another قوم. For this is specifically referring to the men. Maybe they are better than them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues and says, وَلَا نِسَاءٌ مِّن نِسَاءٍ عَسَىٰ أَن يَكُنَّ خَيْرًا مِّنْهُمْ And also don't let one قوم of Nisa mock another قوم of Nisa. Maybe they are better than them. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the Nisa, then the first قوم is specifically referring to the men. But if there is no يعني, specific mention of the Nisa, then it covers both the men and the women. إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ أَنْ أَنْذِرْ قَوْمَكَ يعني, Warn your قوم. This is what Allah sent him with. To warn his قوم. An anzir qawmak and an nazara essentially is a warning. It is to inform someone of something harmful which is coming to them, which they can avoid or which they can deal with, مثلاً, an enemy or something which is dangerous or a storm or whatever it may be, to warn them of this, that it is coming, prepare yourself so that you do not fall into trouble. And here it is specifically referring to the warning of the adab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for disobeying him, the adab of this dunya and also the adab of the akhirah. Inna arsalna nuhan ila qawmihi an anzir qawmaka min qabli before there comes to them a painful punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yani if they do not heed the warning of their messenger if they do not heed what Nuh is telling them yani abandon your shirk and go back to Tawheed and worship Allah then this punishment will come to them for sure yani heed the warning of your messenger otherwise you will be punished you can expect a painful punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world and in the hereafter إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ أَنْ أَنْذِرْ قَوْمَكَ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ إِنِّي لَكُمْ نَذِيرٌ مُبِينٌ
Fanuh the order was for him to warn his people. Straight away he obeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he fulfilled the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because this is his responsibility. Qala ya qawmi inni lakum nadhirun mubin. Straight away he said it. He said, my qawm, I am to you a clear warner. I have come to warn you. Sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qala ya qawmi. He said, my qawm. He addressed them as his qawm to draw them closer to him. I am from amongst you. You know who I am. I am not a stranger. Yes, and when he says, Ya Qawm, you are my Qawm, you are my people. I grew up amongst you. For a person who associates with a with a Qawm or with a people, it is not imagined that he will bring about harm to them because they are his people. For when he addressed them, Ya Qawmi, it is as if he is saying, I'm warning you, I want the best for you. Listen to what I have to say. Qala Ya Qawmi, inni lakum nadhirun mubin. For his Qawm at the time were all the people on the earth, as the Mufassirun said. For they were also very close in lineage to Adam alayhi salam. For as the hadith mentions, there was between Adam and alayhi salam, ashrata qurun, and there's a difference of opinion between the scholars what a qarn is. Some of them said it's a hundred years, and some of them said it's a generation. All of them ala al-haq, all of them upon the truth. And then after that, there was the ikhtilaf, and they differed after these ten generations. Qala ya qawmi inni lakum nadhir, and nadhir is a warner, mubin. I am a clear warner. My message is clear to you. There is no ambiguity in my message. For he explained what he was warning them about and the consequences of ignoring him. He explained this clearly. There was no احتمالات, There was no two ways about it. Maybe this, maybe this. We don't quite understand what Nuh is saying. For his nadara, his warning was clear. And this is the way with all the prophets. For the prophets are telling the people about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they are telling them about, about Jannah and they are telling them about Nar. They cannot afford to be not clear. They have to be clear because essentially the people's akhirah is dependent on them. قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ إِنِّي لَكُمْ نَذِيرٌ مُّبِينٌ أَنِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَاتَّقُوهُ وَأَطِيعُونَ This is the directive of Nuh alayhi salam. This is what he came to warn them. He said, أَنِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Do not associate partners with him. أَنِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَاتَّقُوهُ And have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a barrier which saves you from his punishment by doing the things that he has ordered you to do and abstaining from the things which he has prohibited you to do. This is what a taqwa is, is to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to avoid his prohibitions. And this way you are saved from his punishment. And obey me in what I say. Obey me in what I tell you. I am representing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever I order you to do is an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever I forbid you from is a prohibition from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm not making up anything from myself. This is all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why you obey me. In my obedience, there is obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obey me in what I tell you and obey me in what I prohibit you from, what will be the consequences of this? He will forgive some of your sins and what this is referring to is the sins that they committed before accepting the haqq, before accepting the truth. For as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Anfal, 
قل للذين كفروا إن ينتهوا يغفر لهم ما قد سلف قل للذين كفروا say to those who have disbelieved إن ينتهوا if they stop their kufr what will Allah do to them إن ينتهوا يغفر لهم ما قد سلف Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all of their previous sins and as the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said الإسلام يجب ما قبله أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم that Islam it wipes out everything before it a person says لا إله إلا الله they may have committed the worst of sins but as soon as they say لا إله إلا الله all of their sins have been forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the slate is clean their record is clean for if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he forgives their sins then they would be safe from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which Nuh alayhi salam came to warn them against وَيُؤَخِّرْكُمْ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّةٍ And he will delay you to an appointed time يعني Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will extend your lives and he will allow you to enjoy your life it will be a pleasant life that he will give you as a result of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being upon the haqq وَيُؤَخِّرْكُمْ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّةٍ يعني this أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّةٍ يعني this أَجَلٍ an appointed time essentially is referring to death for no matter how much you enjoy yourself in the dunya this dunya is not eternal and it will never be eternal for there is always death in this dunya no matter how long you live and the people of Nuh they lived for a very long time for even if you'd live more than a thousand years after that there is still death وَيُؤَخِّرْكُمْ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّةٍ He will delay you. He may extend your life and you may enjoy your life, but eventually you will die. For death is inevitable. For this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ أَجَلَ اللَّهِ إِذَا جَاءُ When the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for your death, إِنَّ أَجَلَ اللَّهِ إِذَا جَاءُ لَا يُؤَخَّرْ It cannot be delayed when Malak al-Maut comes. You cannot tell Malak al-Maut to go away and come back another day. إِنَّ أَجَلَ اللَّهِ إِذَا the ajal of Allah, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he associated it to himself. He said, ajal Allah. He said, the ajal of Allah. Because it is his decree and he decreed the time. It is the ajal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَوْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ If only you knew. Yani if you did know, yani that death is not the end. And that there is hashr and there is hisab. You would have believed. If only you knew. What does this imply? That they did not know and they didn't want to know. For had they known and had they acknowledged this knowledge and accepted this knowledge and adopted this knowledge, then they would have been saved from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, لَوْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ يعني You would have believed and not stubbornly rejected the truth and belied and rejected your messenger Nuh alayhi salam. But because you didn't know, then you rejected Nuh alayhi salam and you were deserving of the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we mentioned before, يعني it is better for the one who is reciting this ayah to stop at la yu'akhar and then continue law kuntum ta'lamun because if you were to continue inna jalallahi idha jaa la yu'akhar law kuntum ta'lamun it gives the impression that the time set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it will be delayed if you have knowledge if you know or if you have knowledge then the ajal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be delayed because of your knowledge but this is not the correct meaning for it is better for you to stop at la yu'akhar and then you continue with لَوْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ to break the meaning الْفَوَائِدُ وَالْأَحْكَامِ the points of benefit and the rulings for these four ayat we have ten of them we'll go through them quickly inshallah one mention of the story of Nuh in general in the first ayah then in detail in the subsequent ayat for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he first of all said إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ أَنْ أَنْذِرْ قَوْمَكَ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ for this is a general mention of the story of Nuh with his قوم and then in the subsequent ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes into more detail of Nuh alayhi salam in relation to his قوم and how they responded to his da'wah
Two, the mercy of Allah in sending the messengers to the people to take them from the darkness to the light. For this is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For his mercy is so that they avoid his punishment. Imagine if Allah didn't send the messengers and then he punished the people because they didn't know how to avoid the hellfire. This is not from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Three, the virtues of Nuh alayhi salam whereby he was the first messenger and of Ulul Azm. Nuh was from Ulul Azm. Ulul Azm were the messengers who were tested most by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they showed the most resolve. And they were Nuh alayhi salam and Musa alayhi salam and Isa alayhi salam and Ibrahim alayhi salam and our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, these were Ulul Azm min al-Rusul. The virtue of Nuh whereby he was the first messenger and of Ulul Azm. Allah mentioned his story in general and in detail. For in some surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions his story very briefly. And in other surah, he mentions his story at great length. And there is also one surah dedicated just to his story. And this is Surah Nuh alayhi salam. For that Nuh alayhi salam was sent to the people he was from, as is the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sends a messenger, he sends it from amongst his own people, he sends them. This is from the sunnah of Allah. Five, that from the goals of the messengers is to warn from the maqasid of the anbiya and nadhara is to warn the people. Six, that the people of Nuh fell into the sins which made them deserving of the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nuh alayhi salam would not threaten them with the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if they had not committed the sins which were deserving of the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seven, mention of the principles which the messengers called to. What were these principles that they called to? Worship Allah alone, do not associate partners with him. Have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Obey me in what I tell you and obey me in what I forbid you. These are the principles of all the messengers. Eight, that implementing these principles is the cause of having sins forgiven and being granted a long life and prosperous life. For if you follow these principles, if you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and don't associate partners with him and you have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you obey the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the ayah suggests as the Shaykh al-Barraq, he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will extend your life and it is all within the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will live a long and prosperous life. And what we mean by prosperous is that you have qana'atul qalb, is that you are pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. This is the one who is prosperous in their life. And then nine, that the lives are decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are not delayed from their set times, that every person's time has been decreed when they will die, and this time will not be changed and it will not be delayed. And then ten, the virtue of knowledge, fadlul ilm, whereby it allows the person to implement the beneficial asbab, the beneficial causes, and avoid those which lead to destruction. Law kuntum ta'alamun. And if you had ilm, if you had knowledge, then it would have saved you from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you would have done the things which are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this can only be achieved with knowledge, for this shows you the virtue of knowledge. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika, shadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atuhu alayk, wa jazakumullahu khayran.